Hey, this is Carol Lee Walker, a nearly 60-something writer living in Washington, D.C. Today I'm speaking with Ginny Fellows about her experiences competing in the Ironman Championship in Kona, Hawaii on October 14th. Ginny's husband, Bill, died six weeks before the race, so she, as well as her son, Pat, who's her coach, had a lot to work through, both in Ginny's training leading up to the race and during the event itself which lasted 16 hours and 44 minutes. Oh, and by the way, Ginny is 71. Please send me your comments and ideas through my website, caroleewalker.com, or you can find me on Twitter at caroleewalker. So, okay, here's my conversation with Ginny Fellows. Ginny, it's Carol Lee. Hey, how are you? I'm fine. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm um, just tearing around, catching up, trying was... to clean up and do things that I put off for the last few months. <laughs> so are you home? I am home. I've been running back and forth to Baton Rouge um, to stay with my son. Oh, Tuesday was my granddaughter's birthday, and then next week, my grandson's birthday, so um, <clears throat> I'm home for a couple of days, and then I'm back over there. And Are you driving? Like Are you driving back and forth? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, mm-hmm. it's less than two hours to get there, so it's not too bad. So how, how long did it take you for your body to feel good after, the, um, after Kona? my body felt pretty good within a couple of days. Um, I haven't done any exercise, but um, the only thing that really hurt were my toes, my toenails. And I'm going to probably lose two or three on one foot and maybe one on the other. Oh, my gosh. But but other than that, I think I, you know, I, I did a lot of stretching. And on the airplane, I'd get up and then I'd sit and I'd stretch and throw one leg over the other and try and uh, keep myself stretched and moving because I didn't want to sit for very long at a time um, and let the blood pool in my legs and Do you um do you think the toenails is from the run or do you think it's from the bike? Oh probably the run. Yeah. 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 And it's just that hitting your toes into the end of your shoes and or my shoes, I shouldn't say yours. But. Yeah, no, no, I have three toenails that I'm, I keep telling my husband that I'm not, I'm not losing those toenails, so I just keep putting them back on. <laughs> <Just> keep... <laughs> well, I think I'm, uh, one, one of the toe, toenails on my right foot will, might be okay because it's brand new. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's just grown it in from the last, uh. last few runs and, um, you know, we were laughing. Um, people were saying, you know, well, you can always paint your toes, you know, yeah, where well. your toenail should be. And um, that toe, it, it looks pretty good. So I, I may not lose that one, but I'll definitely lose mm. the third and fourth toenail. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, well, so, it's part of the. <laughs> so what did you um, what did you think about the race? Um, was it what you expected? Well, I knew it was going to be difficult. Um, the swim was, um, we, I 
didn't think we were swimming so far out into the ocean, but we did. We, we, um, you know, they have they have all these surfboards lining up as kind of a starting line, mm-hmm. and I kind of held back because I didn't want to get into that melee of of um, arms and kicking and everybody taking off. Um, Pat told me to you know count to ten before I started swimming, and I did, but it got. Uh, not choppy, but wavy kind of rollers. Maybe maybe because everyone was swimming, too? Pardon? Maybe because everybody was swimming around you, too? True, yeah, that, too. Uh, but um, I got seasick. Oh, my God. Mm. And, and I thought, oh, my gosh, what am I going to do? So I, my plan was to think of a, a friend mm-hmm. and think of how I knew them and everything on the run. Well, I decided I better start doing that in the swim. So, you know, I thought of our lifeguards at the pool and some of the people I swim with. And as long as I kept myself focused on people I knew and how I knew them and our relationship, um, I was pretty good. As soon as I'd stop thinking of that, I'd get kind of queasy and I thought oh boy and then once I saw they have a big inflated Gatorade um, bottle for the finish and I thought just sight on that and go so it it was and I don't sight real well yeah yeah that's challenging I know it's very challenging so um, but it wasn't I mean it wasn't wavy wavy rough it was just I mean, you swim a mile out into the Pacific. Yes, yeah. Oh my gosh! Did you see any um, any like wildlife? Any any fish? Oh or? yes, yes. What What did you see? Um, it's a great big sea. I don't know. There was a sea turtle, green turtle. It was a huge turtle. Oh my gosh! Um, lots and lots of um, fish, different kinds of fish. Um, we didn't. I didn't see as many of the pretty fish as I did when we went snorkeling. Yeah. Um, that was tremendous. We had beautiful, beautiful, colorful fish. This, there were some colorful fish um, swimming out where we were, um, out of the harbor. Mm-hmm. But um, they weren't as pretty as some of the tropical fish I saw. Wow. But um, <clears throat> there were, it was just amazing. I mean, the water was crystal clear. That's incredible. Even with, you know, all the kicking and everything... Um, we swam, I think we swam 1.1 out, then we swam across in the, probably two tenths, and then um, 1.1 back in to shore. Wow. <clears throat> and of course the, the um, I can't say, I guess it was a current, there wasn't much, but um, <clears throat> it did help with going back in. Oh, I was going to ask you that. Yeah. yeah, I think it helped a little bit, and um, I was so happy to get out of the water. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it, so one of the concerns you had was not that not wearing a wetsuit and whether you would have any buoyancy issues. Was that an issue? Um, it turned out not to be an issue at all. Um, <clears throat> I wore a swim skin, uh, but the water, the salinity is so high, mm. um, you just bob around like a cork. Oh, that's fantastic. So there was not an issue of... You know, dragging my feet or anything like that. Um, it was just—it was a hard swim. So when you Boys came, yeah, it's unbelievable. Yeah, and and I didn't think—I don't think I realized so much of the swim was actually going out and then yeah. coming back. Yeah. Um, yeah, we go out and um, it, I mean, it's 
pretty much along the shore. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, my That's other right. phone no is ringing, and I have no idea who that is, okay. so I'm not answering it. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so I had seen the the boys from shore as we were going in, and I thought, surely that can't be the swim and I got down there and I thought well yes it is mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and they have a huge boat out there at the turn at the mark um, and people aboard it and you know I guess mm -hmm. some judges or whatever to make sure nobody cuts mm -hmm. oh yeah but I mean you couldn't if you tried because mm -hmm. they had lines out they really um, was very very well run the whole experience was so organized and the volunteers were amazing they were just as sweet and helpful um as they could be during the during the swim did you have um like lifeguards or individuals like on paddle boards while you were swimming they had tons and tons of surfboards out yeah. with people on them and wow. and if you got too far off track um they would let you know well, that's awesome that's great so <clears throat> I'm, i don't know how many they had out there but um, I knew there was one who paddled alongside of me for a while and then somebody else, and they'd say, hey, hey, go over that way, go over that way. Yeah, so right. they were very helpful and very nice. That's great. Super, so you weren't super alone. nice. So you're not alone at all. Yeah. That's great. So what, what's, what was the transition like? So you got out of the water, and then what did you do? Well, everybody, all of the bikes are in, in the transition area, um, and everybody has an equal distance to run to get to their bike or get off their bike so that if my bike was closest to the exit, but when I came back, I had to run and the run exit, uh, run start was further away so that everybody who has, like if, if your bike was near the back of the transition, mm -hmm. Um, you didn't have to run as far to, when you came back. So <clears throat> they make it equal for everyone. Wow, that's amazing. Um, they have some water hoses hanging down, and you kind of hose off, and um, they've got your bag um, with your gear in it, and um, they'll say, We're, you know, my number was 215. Over here, they gave it to me, wow. gave me directions down to the changing tent, and then one of the volunteers um, was so helpful. They pulled everything out. So, what do you want first? What do you want second? Wow, that's amazing. Can I help you put this on. Can I help you put that on? Mm -hmm. And um, and then after that, you get uh, get up, and they offer you something to drink, and um, then sunscreen. Mm -hmm. I bought a. My son told me to get these. Uh, they're called wings. They're UV protective. Um, it's like a shrug. Mm -hmm. And you put that on, and if you perspire or anything, it helps to keep you cool and protects you from the sun. Mm. Um, I did have a couple spots where it didn't cover, and I got burned, yeah, sunburned, yeah. even with yeah. sunscreen on. Yeah. And then ran to the bike, and off I went. Did you um, bring nutrition with you on the bike? I did, and I lost my first bag of peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, oh. which I would never use again. Oh, okay. That's, now when you say you lost it, what do you mean? Well, I, it fell out of my little pouch that oh. I had on my bike. Oh, my gosh. Um, yeah. And I, my hydration, I mixed 
um, some Scratch Labs, which mm-hmm. is an electrolyte drink. Yeah, I use that. I like it. I like it because it's not so sweet. Not at all. And, um, and then I put a, a scoop and a half or so of Carbo Pro in, mm-hmm. and then a scoop of Salt Sherpa so that um, I can keep my electrolytes um, as balanced as I possibly can. Sure. And <clears throat> I, had, I was supposed to take in 2,800 calories on the bike ride. Oh, my gosh. And I know I didn't get all of that. I, it was good on the way out, mm-hmm. uh, the first part of the way out. Um, but then I got to um, about 20 or 30 miles in, and the, I had frozen my water bottles the night before sure. with my mixture in it. Yeah. By the time I got to my second bottle, it was hot. Ugh. And that, that stuff tastes terrible when it's hot. No, no. So no. I grabbed a bottle of Gatorade, and mm-hmm. <clears throat> it was okay. Mm-hmm. But, you know, by the time I get to the next aid station, it was warm. Yeah. It, it was really hot out there. But I'd take a bottle of water with me, and I, <clears throat> Pat told me to um, pour water on my sleeves and my neck and, mm-hmm. and to keep keep it moist yeah. and uh, mm-hmm. try and keep the uh, sun and the um, heat as off me as much as I could. Yeah, I saw the temperature. It was like, uh, was it like 100 degrees? I know that they say it can be. I don't know. It probably, with the heat index and everything, it was probably close. Wow. That's incredible. So it was hot, and on the way out, the first maybe 40 miles, 30 or 40 miles, you had some rolling-type hills, Every mm-hmm. and it was not too bad. And I was just thinking about a friend of mine, and I thought, well, he's doing his 12th <laughs> Ironman in, in November. I'll, you know, I'm going to need to tell him, you know, the ride out isn't so bad. Well, then I turned to go up toward Hobby, <laughs> and the winds were blustery. Yeah. Um, yeah. I couldn't even live up there. It, it, the wind was just constant, oh. Oh. and it was a crosswind, so I was, you know, fighting it all the way up and yeah. holding on. So, consequently, oh. oh um, I couldn't couldn't drink anything so my nutrition really i I messed up on that how about your nausea enough to carry me through the rest of the race how about your nausea from the swim did that uh, oh it never went away wow wow that's incredible yeah Yeah, but i mean i mean it it got a little better during the day but then Mm -hmm. the hot mixture of Scratch and, and Carbo Pro and yes, the other yes, things. Yes, I just yes, thought, mm, yes, boy, yes. I just—I never got truly sick, but I had—I had some um, those chewable Alka Seltzer yeah, tablets, and I ate those in transition. And I had a couple more um, in my pouch hmm. that I ate on the bike, so it, it held the nausea at bay, and eventually it got so it wasn't too too bad. But I, I pretty well stayed. I think part of my nausea later was um, from dehydration yeah. and the heat. I, you know, I didn't, uh, I would never, I never thought about bringing Alka-Seltzer tablets. That's, um, is that something that you brought with you for Ironman Florida as well? I did. I yeah. did. And I'm, I can't remember what, someone told me that they got sick in Florida. So I thought, I'm going to take these just mm-hmm. in case. Mm-hmm. And so um, Florida, I was real woozy when I got out of the water. 
So I thought, mm, I'm going to take those. So it worked then, and I thought, well, it's good. I'm going to mm-hmm. do it again. I tried to do as much as I could. Yeah. Um, that was a repeat of Florida. Mm, that was smart. Uh, the run. <clears throat> I was going to ask you, so you had the transition from the bike to the run. So yes. you, you rode, was it 110 miles? 112. 112 miles, and it took you how long? Approximately, oh, I think eight hours. Eight hours in a few uh, minutes. <laughs> and then, and then you have to take your body, unfold it from your bike, and start to run. So, yes. what was the... I? I had to walk for a while. Oh, I'm sure walking was probably challenging um, too. To get my legs working right again, and um, and then I was trying to get some a little bit of nutrition in, <clears throat> so that um, I would have some something for the run sure. so I um, and our condo that we rented was right on Alihi Drive so I passed there twice so my family was there and friends mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, were there um, when I went past and this, this time my grandson had a ukulele instead of a trombone oh, that's so great that's so good so they were all out there and yelling and, and kind of got me motivated and of course brought the um producer for the video that's mm-hmm. going to be coming out for Brawny that's exciting was there and so he and the cameraman were were there taking more pictures and um, so we ran down Alihi Drive and then went I don't know probably five or six miles down there and came back up and then um, went back out onto the Queen Kamehameha mm. um, highway which is where we did the bike ride and um, it was dark by the time I got going out there it was really dark well at least the sun was down yes yes that that was the best part of it prior to the um, to the race did you have a favorite event that you were looking forward to uh, among the three and then after the race was that still your favorite? I, I, I was concerned about all three events because um, during my training, I wasn't able to do it like I wanted to. I wasn't sure. doing all of my training um, in the house on my trainer. Um, I, I think I mentioned to you before that um, I couldn't leave Bill for a six-hour ride, mm-hmm. drive someplace for half an hour, 45 minutes ride for six hours and then drive home so mm-hmm. um i did all of my training on my trainer except for maybe four rides outside mm-hmm. four or five and um i was concerned about the bike but i really did other than the straight uphill to hobby i really did like the, the bike the best oh great yeah yeah um, i don't ever want to do the race again <laughs> <laughs> that particular one, um, yeah. because I'm not. I, I don't want to swim in the ocean again. So yeah, so it'll make other other events um, that don't have an ocean swim or that much wind seem more manageable. I would think. I think so. I'm looking at two races. <clears throat> A lot of my friends are are going to do Ironman Louisville next October, mm-hmm. same weekend as as um, Kona, mm-hmm. and then. Um, 
another friend is doing Chattanooga, and um, my son said, well, you want to do Chattanooga together? Mm-hmm. Like, he said, the three of us could do it. And I said, mm-hmm. well, we'll see. It has a downriver swim, which is very enticing. Yes, yes, yes. <clears throat> and um, Louisville, um, I think it's also in a river. So I'm kind of up in the air about which one I'm going to do. Is there anything, um, what is it about the, um, the races, the triathlons, that you particularly look forward to and enjoy? The, the Ironman events are so exciting. Hmm. Just, there, there's an electricity in the air that is just um, like nothing else. Hmm. You know, and they have the music, and um, of course, I finished so late. I was finishing in the last hour. So the last hour of an Ironman, the crowd um, mm. coming through the chute are screaming and yelling, and it, it just makes it all so much fun. Oh, that's great. Yeah. So, you know, we talked about this earlier, and you've written about it. So you were, um, at what point in your training were you when you learned that your husband, um, his uh, diagnosis? Um, it was probably the first part of June, the end of May, first part of June. So it was, I had built the base and everything was going as planned. And then um, he got the diagnosis and we were, um, it was right when I was starting to ramp up to start doing brick work and longer mm-hmm. and harder workouts um, mm-hmm. that he got his diagnosis. So we were, um, you know, going to doctor's appointments and poor guy test after mm. test and mm. nothing, nothing went right for him. Mm. It was a little bit like a roller coaster. Every medication, yeah. every test he reacted to and um, it was just so hard for him. Mm. I'm so sorry. Yeah. I know that you um, had time to, to speak with him a little bit about your training and about the oh, championship. Yeah. Um, when he was at home, um, <clears throat> he knew what I was doing. He he knew if I went to swim or if I went outside to um, run, and he was in, in the house when I was um, on the trainer. And then he went into the hospital July 29th, and um, every, day, every day I would tr- walk in to see him, and he'd say, what did you do to, this morning? And I said, well, I had breakfast, and I did, but no, no, what did you do? (laughs) I said, I went swimming, or I rode my bike for an hour and a half, or I ran, and I did intervals, or whatever workout I had. And he said, okay. He said, I want you to make sure you go. Mm. And I said, okay, I'm going. And then it just seemed, he just kept going Mm. down and down and down and even before um, his illness, once you started competing uh, with your son as your coach, how did competing and exercising at this high level, um, how, how, um, how did your relationship kind of evolve during that time? With my husband or yeah. my son? No, with your husband. No, I, I know about your son as a, as a coach. But in terms yeah. of your relationship um, with your friends and, and with your husband. Well, Bill... Did not understand um, triathlon or the level of training, um, but he was so proud of the fact that I was doing it, and um, he, he tried 
kept coming to a couple races, and he would just sit off in the corner and just go, <laughs> you know, I don't understand it. I'm here. Mm-hmm. Um, I said, well, you know what? If you don't, you don't have to be here. And he had a lot of back issues, and he said, it's just too much standing and mm-hmm. too much mm-hmm. walking. He said, I'll, you know, I'll cheer for you from home, but um, I, I love that you're doing it. And I've been getting messages from people about how proud he was of mm-hmm. my doing um, this the exercise and stuff. So, <coughs> but he just he said, "When do you do that um, triathlon? Or when do you run? <laughs> when do you do your marathon?" And he just he was not interested in it at mm-hmm. all, but was glad and happy for me. Yeah, fine yeah. for me. And um, and when we got. When he got to the point where um, he said, you know, I'm not going to get out of the hospital. And I said, well, you never know. You might. And I tried mm-hmm. to keep a positive attitude, but, you know, I saw him failing every day. And mm-hmm. He said, whatever, mm-hmm. you have to go. You have to finish the mm-hmm. race. You have to go. And um, I said, okay, I'll go. Uh, you know, I'm... In fact, I waited a while before I made my reservation because mm-hmm. I thought, I don't know what's going to happen. In fact, the kids didn't make their reservation until maybe three weeks before we went. Wow. So, um, he, you know, and I'd go in to visit him in the hospital, and he'd say, you're just going to have so much fun there. And mm-hmm. I really thought he was going to be okay, and I was arranging for people to come and stay with him while we were gone. Yeah. And, um, I mean, he went, he was in, he had been transferred into rehab um, to because he had been hospitalized for so long, he needed to learn to walk again. And on a Thursday morning, he needed, uh, he had been in physical therapy. And I went in and he said, I, you know, I got up and I walked a little bit with help and... Mm-hmm. Um, but now I'm tired and my neck hurts. And I said, well, you know, you haven't held your head up yeah. for weeks, you know, sitting in a chair. So, and then the next day, it was like some switch flipped and um, he was barely, barely um, mm. coherent. Mm. I had taken the dog in to see him and um, he fed her his breakfast his biscuit from um, breakfast and then I went to pick up our son who was flying in from Canada and um, by the time we got back he had really flipped and by Labor Day he died it was like three or four days it just Mm. happened so quickly Mm. oh gosh I'm so sorry yeah Um, it's um but you know, one of the it's things that you now that I'm home yeah. than it was before because I was so busy and Pat, you know, he had me over in Baton Rouge training and getting out and riding and I mean that was the only ride out outdoor riding I had had done. I I came home and did it the week before um, we left and I did a metric century ride in hills and wind. Mm-hmm. So I thought, well, that mm-hmm. that feels better. So. 
Yeah, I mean, I wondered whether, you know, signing up for events like these is almost like a form of um, a coping mechanism, a therapy mechanism to to keep yourself focused and scheduled on what's important to you, what you knew Bill was, what Bill knew what was important to you, you know? I think it is, um, and it certainly helped to burn off some of the stress and anxiety that Mm -hmm. I had during his illness, Um, so yes. I, I think it was a good coping, coping skill. So once you get back um, uh, and you start to exercise again, um, of the three, what's going to be the first thing that you're going to do? Is it going to be a swim or a run or a bike ride? I'm going to go swimming tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to swim tomorrow too. It'll be my first, my first uh, workout since uh, Sunday's Marine Corps. Yeah, I, yeah, uh, you, yeah, you have to give your body a chance to yeah. recuperate a little bit. Yeah. Um, it's going to be an easy swim, but I just, you know, it's been two weeks. Yeah. yeah. And I haven't done much of anything except clean stuff yeah. <laughs> out of yeah. my house. So I'm, um, and sleep. I'm going to swim, and um, <laughs> then next week I'm going to start walking. Yeah, and do like, and, a, like a walk run? Yeah. I, I may run, walk a little bit, but I was um, talking to Pat, and I said, well, I'm going to swim Friday, and then next week I'm going to start walking. And he said, that's good. He said, you know, when we recover from an Ironman, he said, our head is still telling us we're fine. Mm. We're good. I feel good. I've gotten rest and stuff. And he said, and so many people will go out and run a couple weeks afterwards, and they're like, oh, maybe I'm not fine. Yeah, no, that's good advice. That's very good advice. Yeah, you want to let your body completely heal before you start stressing the muscles. You know, that's 140.6 miles (laughs) in one day on this old body. Yeah. Like, if you were going to do that from place to place, (laughs) like, if you were going to travel 140 miles from Gulfport, where would that take you? Um, past Baton Rouge. Yeah, there you go. Baton Rouge is, I think, it's like 120 or 124 yeah. miles, so yeah. I'd have to go past um, Baton Rouge, maybe to um, Lafayette, Louisiana. I, you know, you'd, I never thought of it yeah. as point to point, but yeah, that's probably yeah. past yeah. Baton Rouge. Well, thank you so much for taking a few minutes to talk to me. It's really nice to hear that you're doing so well. You sound great. You sound like you have so much energy. Well, Um, I appreciate you letting me blog and um, interview with you. It's been been a real joy. Oh, good. It's so much fun. It's so much fun to to hear, uh, you know, your stories, um, you know, your strategies. Um, It's just... It's really remarkable, Jenny, so thank you so much. Thank you. I I didn't really, I I just don't think it's all that remarkable, but everybody (laughs) keeps telling me it is, so I'm going to accept that. Yeah, I mean, aside from the athletic part of it, which is amazing, I mean, I can't take anything away from you on that, it's the discipline, you know, it's the, um, the staying with it. Um, you know, I just, I mean, I did, um, you know, a marathon on Sunday, which is, you know, a third of what you did. And um, I had a 20-week training, and when I got there, I thought, you know, I might not actually finish. 
and that's okay. It's been the journey. The journey's been what I've enjoyed the most. That's how and I, I think felt. That is the key to it. It's the journey to it, and it's just a long training day. Yes, yes, it's just a long training day. But I think you know one of the things that I think people are so. Um, impressed and inspired um, by your story is not just the athletic ability, but the ability to stick with it, to, you know, really be focused, you know, you know, see, see your training through. And well, I, the training, I, I didn't think the training was that hard. Um, I lost my focus during the run. Hmm. Um, my watch died, so I couldn't tell how fast I was oh going, which was frustrating. Um, and I got talking with this gentleman, and we were walking, and I thought, you know what? I can't walk with him. I've got to keep moving. So mm. um, it took, and, and I, re I really slowed down too much. So, uh, but I think my focus during training, um, I really had to work at it because I was so concerned about Bill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, so I have to do another Ironman um, and hope nobody's sick. <laughs> I don't think you need to worry about it. I don't think you were the cause of anything. I don't think, no, I wasn't. Um, yeah. But, uh, you know, I want, I want to be able to train again and sure. stay more focused. Yeah. Um, I'm going to start uh, training with walking next week. Um there's a half marathon and a full marathon here on the coast uh, December 9th or mm -hmm. 11th, and um, I want to do that. Yeah. I'm going to do the half. That sounds great. That sounds awesome. And I'm, I'm looking at, <clears throat> we have a, a, I call him my Belgian son, mm -hmm. an exchange student, lived with us in the 80s, and we have kept contact with him, and after, he came for Flo Ironman Florida, and he said, Mom, um, we need to do a another run, and I said, well, "Mark, I'm looking at one in Edinburgh, where Scotland, where my mother was from." And he said, "Let's do it." So we're talking and thinking of doing um, a half marathon in Edinburgh, Scotland, next spring. Oh, that sounds fun! That sounds doesn't awesome. that sound like a great that idea? Sound, that sounds like a great idea. Um, just one quick question, Jenny. When you run into friends now, um, and do, do you ever? Do people ever ask you, you know, I want to start exercising, what advice do you have for me? Does that ever happen, and what do you tell them? It does. I tell anybody, if you want something bad enough and you're willing to do the work, you can do it. Um, I have a couple friends who have um, asked me to kind of mentor them. Mm -hmm. I'm not training them, but yeah, yeah. Um, they call or they ask about um what they're doing and what they should do and what they could do. So um, hopefully yeah. I'm a help to yeah. some of them. But, yes, I have um, some friends who are, are um, asking for me to be their mentor. Yeah. So it's, that's kind of fun. That's nice that um, someone would think I was qualified to, to help them out. Oh, you are. You've been there. <laughs> you are for sure. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, well, it's, it's, it's fun, and I enjoy it, and I enjoy people. Um, Bill was more of a, uh, a quiet, he didn't want to go out and meet people. I'm just the opposite. I'm, mm. I'm ready to go out and meet, be with people a lot. Well, thank you. Have a great evening, and I look forward to hearing more from you. And um, thanks again for taking a few minutes to speak with me. 
Oh, you're so welcome, and thank you for all of your help over these last <laughs> two years. <laughs> you're welcome. It's and, my pleasure. And um, I'll try and stay in contact with you. All right. You thank you so much. Take care. All right. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. You've been listening to a production of My Brain on Endorphins. Special thanks to Owen Kelly for mixing and engineering and for the awesome theme music. Thanks for listening.